Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, doobie listeners, to The Undercard with me, your host. Uh, broadcasting to you, of course. And right now, it is Fast Lane, the pay-per-view for WWE right now. As they like to say, the final road stop on the road to WrestleMania. The last points, the last um, detour, last bump on the road to WrestleMania. Very, very obvious cliches being spouted about. Either way, we have Fast Lane, the and it's going to be an interesting night. Kind of, kind of an interesting night, all things considered. There's not a ton of matches that have been announced. About four, not four, about seven, all in all. So not, not, not terrible. Not. I mean, it's not. In that sense, I mean, it's not going to be a very, very long, long night, all things considered. But um, we've had our pre-show matchup, and that was the United States Championship match of Mustafa Ali versus Matt Riddle for the United States Champion, Matt Riddle being champion. And, of course, Matt Riddle won, but with a Broderick that he hit from... Uh, it was an Avalanche Broderick, actually. That's his modified uh, Gotch-style tombstone pile driver position slam. It's not, too, it's not really a pile driver as much as it's just he gets him in the pile driver position, he kind of falls forward like the Styles Clash. It's a belly-to-belly, gut-style mat slam, to be technical about it. But uh, this is interesting, considering the fact that there have been recent reports, supposedly, that that uh, Retribution will be breaking up and that they'll all be going their own way. With the kind of, And I think, yeah, it's, it's, it's looking like it, which would be kind of nice. They, they really did not... Um, yeah, because we had it with Slapjack and Reckoning all kind of left, and then Mason T-Bar double choke slammed him. So yeah, it seems pretty obvious that they're going to split up now. I mean, if that's not split up as is, <laughs> I don't know what is. But regardless, we have our show on Peacock. It's the first time they're doing it on Peacock instead of the WWE Network as usual. They you know famously have just been bought out by by Peacock for the WWE Network content and all everything. Now then, uh, first matchup for the night, we have for the for not really the SmackDown Women's Champ- Tag Team Championship, but the just the WWE Women's Championship Tag Team titles. I need to find a better way to say that. I keep messing over that. So it's this mask I'm wearing, but. Uh, the current champions, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler going up against Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks, the current SmackDown Women's Champion, and Bianca Belair, her number one contender, the rival for the championship at WrestleMania for having won the 2021 Royal Rumble. And so, yeah, the basic kind of gist of this has been Belair and Banks have kind of been on and off on friends, and they've been having issues with the uh, the Somalia Reginald, who's kind of had his his fingers all over this feud. This feud is kind of a love interest to Sasha Banks, but now he's turned on her, and it was with Anaya Jax, Shayna Baszler. It's been an interesting feud to say the least. Um, I like Shayna Baszler a lot. Nia Jax, not so much, obviously. Belair, amazing talent. Sasha Banks, amazing talent. And I guess Reginald has, to an extent, been pretty entertaining, really. He, he's been kind of funny. But we'll see what happens now. 
Okay, we start with Banks and Baszler. Banks go going at it with Baszler. Living some nice overhead shots to the back of Baszler's head as she tosses her right into the corner with Belair. Tagging in Bianca Belair as the two of them deliver the kicks to the midsection to the former MMA women's fighter. Former, former women's MMA fighter. That's a better way to say it. UFC, obviously. She's been part of the UFC. Her record, all in all, decent. I think it was about 15 wins, 10 losses. Shayna Baszler gets taken out with some double knees by Sasha Banks. A nice slingshot meteora of sorts. Belair handspring into the moonsault onto Baszler. Baszler kicks out, barely at a two. Baszler is not looking good in these early starts of the match. Now Belair's got Baszler up. It looks like a scoop slam, but she gets reversed out of it as Belair ducks under a run. Leapfrogs over another tackle from ba Baszler. They're going for a lockup. Belair gets the better of it. Slides her into a backslide. Not official. Ref calls off. Oklahoma. No, looking for an Oklahoma. Nope. Yep. Oklahoma roll. Gets it. Does not get the pin. Schoolboy pinned. One, two, and it looks like Baszler's trying to wrap her into a tr arm triangle, but doesn't get it as Belair powers up for a power bomb. Once again, ba Baszler gets out of it. Ooh, sharp knee to the face of Belair as she drops down. Sorry, I keep calling Baszler Belair, <laughs> Belair Baszler. I keep mixing the two names up. I apologize for that. Sorry if that's a little sloppy to say. All right, now we got Baszler working over the arm of Bianca Belair here. Belair has her hand trapped under the boots of Baszler, who gets tagged in unwillingly by Nia Jax. Nia Jax is now in the ring as Baszler protests. Belair delivering some shots to the face of Nia Jax as she shoves her into the corner, tags back in Sasha Banks, who gets pushed away by Nia Jax. And up, looks like going for that Samoan drop, does not get it as Banks slips out, tilt to whirl. Does not get to the cross face. Looking for the bank statement, obviously, with the total world. Gets leveled with a nasty clothesline from Na Nia Jax. Nia Jax goes for the pin. Does not get it. Nia Jax looking for the elbow drop. Misses. Lands hard on her side. Banks gets up. Looking for a hurricane run of sorts. Nia Jax counters it. Looking for a power bomb, but Banks is fighting back. Manages to get to the corner. Belair with a drop kick to the back of Nia Jackson actually finishes up the Hurricane Rana. That's an interesting variation of a Hurricane Rana there. Nia Jax powers out at one from that unique combination. Nia Jax looks to toss her Belair into the corner. Looking for a body avalanche, does not get it. As now Belair gets tossed to the outside, lands on the apron, and gets decked to the right hand by Nia Jax. Credit to Baszler for the distraction to let for for to allow that to happen. God, sorry. Baszler tags in is now working over Belair on the outside, slamming her into the ring apron. As Baszler now preventing her from getting to her corner, starts loving laying in some nice ground and pound. Rolls her into like a cover of sorts, like a Luthez cover, but does not get it. Belair looking for a gator roll. Gator roll, kind of a gator choke of sorts. Now it's turning into a neck crank as she's wearing on the neck, the jaw of, Bail of Belair. I want to keep saying Baylor. I don't know why I keep, I keep 
like as a like as if I'm trying to mispronounce Finn Balor's name for some reason. Belair. Belair fights back, gets put into another front front face lock as she just gets hammered away on the back with those powerful strikes by Shayna Baszler. Nia Jax tags herself back in. Ba- Baszler holds Belair prone as Nia Jax delivers a headbutt to the side of Belair. Nia Jax grabbing at the weave of Belair now. Belair's trying to stand back up, rolls, walks over to the other corner as Nia Jax Beal tosses her. Nice toss. Belair's back in the corner, takes the body avalanche. This time, vicious impact by Nia Jax there. Looking for the elbow drop. This time it connects across the chest of Belair. Goes for the cover, a one and two, and Belair kicks out yet again. Nia Jax once again holding the weave of Belair. She chokes her into the corner. Baszler tags in now. I can keep mixing up their names for whatever reason. Baszler hits a running knee to the corner, knocking into the chest again of Belair. Belair kicks out once more. Very rudimentary match so far. Basic heel work. Not terrible. Belair now in the middle ropes as she's getting choked in the ropes by Baszler, who has to the five count and obeys this time. A quick shove by Belair to try to get some space, but she just ends up getting some leg kicks for her troubles by Baszler, who is just laying into her again with those wicked kicks. Now then, working over the arm with something of an arm bar. Just kind of laying it, still just trying to work in. She's got the double wrist lock applied to add extra pressure to the arm of Belair. Belair still struggling to get to her corner. Can't really make it. Ooh. Sickening angle right on the elbow of Belair as Belair's trying to fight back with some punches to the gut of Baszler. Baszler catches the kick and just face plants her into the mat. Baszler now Irish whipping her into Nia Jax, who catches her into the power slam position, delivers a scoop slam. She goes for a cocky pin, barely a two count there. Now it's ba- now it's Nia Jax's turn to get some wear down submission, getting in a interesting variation on a Cobra clutch. Instead of bringing the arm around the neck, she's kind of bringing her arm underneath Belair's armpit. Normally with the Cobra clutch, you want to you want to take the opponent's forearm with your, like if I were standing behind them, I'd grab their left arm with my right arm, pull it around their neck, and then slide my left arm and grab my wrist and then try to straighten it. Here she's pulled her arm under Belair's armpit for whatever reason. Belair fighting out of it, going for another scoop slam, does Nia Jax. Nia Jax gets the reversed as Belair is now trying to power up Nia Jax on the shoulder. Baszler makes a save but gets a kick to the stomach for her trouble as now Jax gets posted, running into the corner. Baszler tags in to try to help her wounded friend, but takes a nasty head kick by Sasha Banks, who's now in, got the hot tag and is running rampant with some nice meteors to the corner, double running knee strikes. Springboard, Sasha Banks does not get the springboard on Nia Jax, but gets the DDT. Oh, looks like she was going for a tornado DDT, did not turn out that well it kind of looks very sloppy but it looked like it was like a tornado ddt variation where she got tossed up in the air by nia Jax, caught 
Shayna Baszler and then did the run and stepped up on Nia Jax. But it looked really weird. Sasha Banks tossing Baszler to the ground with a hair whip mat slam as Belair hits the 450 splash. But wait, Reginald is Reginald, the manager for Nia Jax and Baszler is up. Sasha Banks trying to hit her with some double trying to hit him with some double knees for his interference cost, maybe costing the matches. Baszler gets in the Kirafuda clutch that sleeper hole, but Belair sneaks her way out, hooks the arms and a double chicken wing, looking for that glam slam. Oh, slams her into a knee strike by Sasha Banks. As Sasha Banks gets in the bank statement, the crossface as she's wrenching on Shayna Baszler. Can she get this? Can she actually get this? Nia Jax is in. Uh, Belair tried to stop Nia Jax from getting in the match, but Sasha Nia Jax just shoved her into her partner, bre- breaking up the submission hold. I'm just going to say it. Baszler tapped out. I mean, come on. It's Shayna Baszler. If anything, you pr- you you need to present her as someone who's... She's the submission magician, for God's sakes. Yeah. Either way, um, Sasha Banks and Shayna Baszler are still legal, as Sasha Banks seems to be... Oh, Sasha Banks is actually berating Belair because of what just happened, even though it wasn't entirely her fault because Nia Jax is massive and can shove anyone around even some men so i don't know why in the world she's mad at bel-air at the moment but Sa- sasha banks gave uh, bel-air a quick slap as kind of bianca's like uh oh, whatever whatever and she's getting to back to her outside and gets up yeah as they were as they were arguing uh baszler comes up from behind rolls her up with the schoolboy, and pin the smackdown women's champion and bel-air was slow to make the save so that was so Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler retain the championship they are still the tag team champions as Belair is still mad at Sasha Banks and Sasha Banks just looks agitated of course so I guess we have more of the kind of blood feud settling up here a bit more it's been just kind of an odd kind of build all things considered I don't know they're just kind of I don't know. I know they're doing the whole are they friends, aren't they friends angle, but it's I don't know. It's just such an old formula. That's it, that's just kind of the thing. It's just kind of an old formula, and it's they haven't really done anything new here, especially since they're already kind of doing that with Baszler and Jax a little bit. They've already kind of tried that, and it's they've succeeded at least. So good for them. I'm happy Shanna Baszler's still cha- a champion. She's still great, even if Nia Jax isn't all that, in my opinion. Baszler, uh, Belair and Banks are still yelling at each other in the ring. Sasha Banks blaming Belair, saying it's all your fault. She's really getting into the face of Belair, flicking her forehead. Oh, get slaps her face. Ooh, that was a bad move. Sasha Banks taunting her with the title, saying she'll never be the champion as she gets out right before Belair can get her hands on Banks. This is kind of a heel turn for Banks. I don't know. Kind of weird. Not terrible, just odd. Not really much else to say about that. Just kind of there. Belair is looking at the WrestleMania sign as she points. She, nope, is she going to make the point? Is she going to make the point? She's got a finger. She's not exactly pointing just yet. Yep, she gets. She points. She's pointing now. She is pointing to the sign. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a sign point. I think we know what this means. She's, she's, she knows. She's waiting. Waiting for her moment, she knows she'll make it that day. I think that's what I'm, I'm at. At least that's what I'm guessing is. 
what I'm guessing is what she's trying to say here is she's like, at WrestleMania, I will. That is my moment when I will get my hands on you. That is because you can't escape that because we have a title of a book match. All right, that was fun. Now I'll put on some quick music as we wait up for the next matchup. Uh, don't really come to expect a lot from Fastlane to be to be a little. It will be a little honest. It's it's always a very eh night. They don't really try to throw in too many bumps. Or at least in the last two years, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that's been majorly impactful impactful to the the grand scheme of things that run and uh wearing masks indoors just keeping everyone safe the host of the undercard premiere show for all wrestling and um combat sports related entertainment at our prime campus and next matchup as we just did our nijax and shana basil versus bianca belair and such thanks matchup what we have next is our intercontinental championship match for Biggie, the current champion, against Apollo Cruz. Now, uh, some quick backgrounds while we were gone. First and foremost, uh, Shane, Shane McMahon does not seem like he'll be able to go up against Braun Strowman tonight, and was actually stopped in the hall by Elias and his personal enforcer, uh, the former Gunner, the current Jackson Riker. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny that Jackson Riker is still getting such a prominent spot on television when it was kind of his fault that the Forgotten Sons got pushed off of television for so for so so long i think it's actually kind of hilarious sorry there might have been some music playing i was fading out a little bit sorry about that but yeah either way apollo cruz who has kind of taken on a new life with his new kind of nigerian gimmick his embracing his nigerian roots a uh, little explanation there he has he used to be Apollo Crews' kind of thing was he didn't have the respect of the fans because he's always been kind of bland and just kind of a good guy, babyface. So he's saying now he's kind of embracing the roots of his ancestors who were Nigerian princes and Nigerian royalty as Biggie takes right to Apollo Crews and just tosses him to the outside and as he lands on the apron, delivers that wicked spear, that wicked suicide spear that he does. Oof, nasty stuff. I love it. I love that spear so much that Biggie does. But either way, um, sorry, back to the kind of background. Apollo Cruz is he's embracing that heritage now. It's very similar to his uh his, I think his Uhe Nation. I can't I think I'm saying it wrong, his Uhe Nation gimmick when he was on the independent scene. I can't I don't know if you say it's Uhe or Uhe Nation. I I'm, I apologize if I'm mispronouncing it. I didn't watch a ton of his stuff on the independence. But I, from what I've been told, it's very similar to that old gimmick, and he's taken on an accent, a Nigerian accent as well, as he's currently getting stumped by Biggie, who's trying to pick up a more aggressive edge, also similar to his his old NXT gimmick, where he was a bit more of the big guy with the with just a all people are welcome attitude, and if you can survive, congrats. But I'm probably just going to beat you since I'm Biggie. Very similar to that old kind of gimmick. He's not doing the five count thing, though, but he's much more serious. Got a new theme song. Still wearing the kind of New Day gear, though. Very colorful, which I kind of like, is that personality of Big E, that charisma that has just been such a part of him that was missing back from his NXT days is still present, which I love. So either way, Big E landing a big splash on a Apollo Crews, who's currently laid across the apron. Still 
struggling to get any kind of offense as Biggie goes for another splash, hits again, another big splash to Apollo Cruz. He's just livid with Apollo Cruz. He's been kind of just attacking him, put him in the hospital uh, a few weeks ago with the steel stairs upon his heel turn. I don't really like the fact that it's kind of another foreign heel gimmick, but I kind of it's it's very reminiscent a bit of a of a Alberto Del Rio, you know, kind of foreign aristocrat gimmick. But I, I Apollo Cruz isn't doing terrible. It's it's still too early to say the the accent's a little weird. It's not the worst accent I've ever heard. Takes a belly to belly suplex for his troubles. But I, I'm liking it. I, I do. I like Apollo Cruz. He is an amazing in ring talent. Biggie is also incredible. Always, he's always been incredible, and I think if he can get this character to work, it could really be a good turning point for his career. Something he's really needed for the longest time since being WWE. Takes another belly overhead belly to belly suplex by Biggie, who's just <laughs> he's Biggie is yelling at Corey Graves. I say he's saying you think he deserves another shot. Oh wait, Biggie going for a body avalanche in the corner as Apollo Cruz slips out from under and hits a. Low drop kick to the knee of Big E. Paulo Cruz's turn uses a short arm lariat to drop the champion. So now he's going for a German suplex on the massive Big E. That was an impressive German suplex, but he doesn't release the grip as he rolls through. Hits another German suplex onto the massive shoulders, the massive, amazing shoulders of Big E. <laughs> Three German suplexes in a row by Apollo Cruz, showing off that freakish athleticism that man is capable of. Apollo Cruz now his turn to jaw jack a little bit to Big E, stomping at the neck, Ugh, nasty boots to the face. Either way, yeah. Um, still, uh, I, I, I'm curious to see where it goes. I'm predicting he's going to win the match tonight. In all, in all honesty. It could definitely be something interesting. It, it really could. These kind of gimmicks tend to be really effective. As Apollo now is lifting up, hits a nice spine buster, kind of almost deadlifts him. And the spine buster is now we have Big E laid out, gets another gets another stomp to the chest, the amazing, amazing pecs of Big E's. <laughs> I'm sorry. Apollo Cruz now at the top rope, going for the frog splash. It connects the D'Lo Brown-esque high-low frog splash. Does not put away Big E as now Apollo Cruz is working the body of Big E, the incredibly luscious body of Big E. <laughs> I'm so sorry. He's just I love I love Big E. He's 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 a really cool. He's a real he's a really fascinating individual. Really great talent. But yeah, trying to work the body was kind of got almost a waist lock there. As Biggie breaks out of the waist lock but gets a wicked jumping in Zagiri for his trouble, then a second step up in Zagiri to fully drop the the former New Day member. But as Apollo Cruz goes for a standing moonsault, Biggie gets the knees up as now Biggie goes for another body avalanche but gets posted in the corner, shoulder first into the corner, into the corner as Apollo Cruz was looking for the chariot bomb, his his Back suplex power bomb, but gets rever gets reversed out of it with a headlock as Big E looked for the big ending. Small package. Wait, I don't know what happened. Oh shoot. Big E just I don't know. Big E uh Big E got 
got his big ending reverse as then Apollo Crews went for a small package and then Big E rolled it into a small package of his own and then kind of released it into what looked kind of like a bridging cradle of sorts. But and the referee called called the match, but it's, I but <sighs> Apollo Crews is still laying into Big E. I don't really know what happened there. <laughs> Apollo Crews hitting what looked like an Olympic, an angle, an Olympic slam or an angle slam, as some people call it, onto Big E. I don't know if this is just a post-match assault that just kind of blended in really well, or if he, yeah, post-match assault, another angle slam. Yeah, that that was that was a weird stop. Apollo Crews yelling at Big E, saying it's not over. Well, that Big E trying to trying to fight back, but Apollo is. Slapping him in the face. He's pulling up. Looks like he's going to go for the power bomb this time. The chariot bomb. That was a really... I have to say it was an impressive ending, but at the same time, kind of a... Really abrupt and just kind of... Ugh, another another Olympic slam to the back of... To the back of Big E and three Olympic slams. Yeah, that's it. I don't... Okay, that's weird. <laughs> that's really weird. And that's a really bad ending. So, okay, so yeah, Big E has retained, but that was a post, a really weird post-map beatdown by Apollo Crews, who's now standing over Big E as if he just beat him. I'm, he, laid into, he laid him to waste, essentially. This is a weird debut pay-per-view for Peacock. Like, actually, uh, he's still yelling at him, telling him it's not over. Okay, so at least they've, at least Apollo Cruz looks okay in defeat. He 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 doesn't look terrible, all things considered. I will defend that. I don't think he looks terrible, all things considered, in defeat. He did still get the beat down. It was kind of clever, clever work by Biggie to escape the pinning predicament there. But no, that was a that was not a it was an okay match for what it was, but too short to really be rated highly. You are listening to the undercard. We are returning now with our next segment. Um, it is they showed some footage of what happened with Shannon McMahon doing practicing his jumping knees, his bicycle knee strikes. Some of the worst bicycle knee strikes I have ever seen. Not ju- not just in wrestling, or like not like even from a legitimate, like even from a wrestling standpoint. Not just taking into account like professional MMA style knee strikes. They were those were terrible. He was making no contact with that guy's with that guy's mitt, the practice mitt. It was that was terrible. Those knee strikes were awful. <laughs> Sorry, but um, yeah, supposedly sprained his knee doing one of those knee strikes, one of those awful low impact knee strikes that the flurry of offense that Shane McMahon is supposedly so so good for. Uh, they were doing a small concert for Elias with Shane McMahon, as it seemed like they were still working something out. But they have been interrupted by the monster among men, the Strowman Express itself, Braun Strowman. Still not really. God, what did they do to Braun Strowman? Like honestly, he 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 had so much. Okay, I won't act like it's. Okay, it kind of was their fault a little bit. It's. It's a lot of things, all things considered. What happened to Strowman? I think it's first and foremost the fans' fault. For not first and foremost, it's partly fans' fault. For I think 
not giving him the support for his championship reign that he deserved when he was universal champion. But I think WWE is also hugely to blame for the fact that then they just kind of responded in his booking of him as, as of late, the heel turn, that uh, awful heel turn he had, it was Ziggler and Drew McIntyre was not needed when he became um, the owner of the money in the bank briefcase. So yeah, no, no, no. It, it's a shame what's happened to Braun Strowman. The guy who at one point could flip through truck, who could flip trucks, who could survive being in a trash compactor. Lest we forget he survived in a trash compactor. Now can barely survive. Like just, ugh, he's been nerfed so bad. And his ring, his current ring gear is fine, all things considered. But so it's now Elias versus Braun Strowman. Given how Elias has been lately. I am not expecting a t- expecting a ton. I I really liked a Eli- I I do still like Elias. He's he's just I don't know his ring work recently just hasn't been great. He could he's a good worker we know that, but since his injury he just hasn't been that great. I don't know. Uh, Strowman's punching him and now he's just gave him a massive beel toss, threw him outside the ring. You know, Jackson Riker versus Braun Strowman could be something good. Two, they're both massive guys. They could do make a good hoss fight. I don't know. Now, but Elias is now getting hit on the ring post by Strowman as he just carries him around by his neck and is just slamming him into the ring post across the apron. Yeah, this is this is just like a lamb to slaughter. Strowman is just licking his chops as he is just carving this man up for his dinner. He's got him in the ropes now, choking him. Current ring gear is fine, as I was saying. Strowman's current stuff. I don't know. It's a shame what's happened to Strowman, all things considered. Inverted headlock delivers the delivers the hammer fist, the chest, kind of like a GTR, except without the without the backbreaker, without the impact to the neck, more impact to the chest. It's a weird. It's a fine. It's a cool move actually, but it's not the. Not the GTR, which is a really awesome move. Strowman Express is now gaining speed as Jackson Riker ducks out of the way and lets Elias take the shoulder tackle from the Strowman Express. Wow. Not much of a bodyguard. <laughs> Literally just ducked under him. Ducked under Strowman and just let Elias get decked by that shoulder tackle. Jackson Riker tossing Elias back in the ring, who does not want any part of this match anymore. Oh my god. <laughs> it's not like it's not awful stuff. It's just it just feels so pointless. Jackson Jackson Riker again, Jackson Riker he's turning his attention to Jackson Riker who's taunting Strowman, who clearly is not taking Elias too seriously. Elias the low uh with a sh- uh, shoulder block to the a uh, chop block, sorry, chop block to the back of Strowman's knee and then hits him with the low DDT. Now Elias is at the top rope going for that diving elbow drop. He, he has a good driving diving elbow drop to the chest of Braun Strowman. Strowman powers out at two, just almost bench pressing him out off the cover. Okay, I kind of like that they're booking Strowman a bit more like the brute he once was. It, it, they're, they're clearly trying to do that a bit more, but it might, it might be too little too late. I still like to believe, though, that when they are trying to present someone good, we should at least give it some attempt to work with it, which I'll I'll try to work with it unless proven otherwise. Strowman decks Elias at the clothesline, another body avalanche by Strowman. 
body avalanche, by the way, for people who are wondering, is when a wrestler a wrestler is placed in the corner and then the other wrestler just runs into them and just slams them with their body, just whole body. It's almost like a crossbody of sorts called a body avalanche. Strowman uh, levels Elias with a choke slam of sorts. Kind of looked like what Raquel Gonzalez does, her single-handed kind of back suplex choke bomb. That's probably not what it's called. And now he's got Elias in the power slam position, the awesome power slam of Braun Strowman. Plants Elias, center of the ring. One, two, three, academic from here. Easy win for Strowman. Pay-per-view W column for him. It's a squash. It was what it was. I hope they're setting something up for Jackson Riker and Strowman because that could be good. Jackson Riker is a... He is a he's a good big man. If you watch some of his stuff when he was Gunner in TNA, I, okay, yes, people watching TNA is already kind of a already kind of a a, a strange statement as is. But I, he, when he he was one of the good things during that time, his stuff with uh, if the uh, former Samuel Samuel Shaw, the current Dexter Loomis back in TNA, was actually kind of entertaining to watch. So he, he Gunner can. The former gunner, Jackson Riker, can he can wrestle. He's can be a good big man. Got some impressive he's got some impressive strength. He's got an interesting past. He was a former US Marine. He he's got some good work going for him. He's decent on the mic when given a chance. He's he's not I can't say he's great. I won't say lie and say he's an amazing big man, but he he's got the potential if booked properly and kind of having his weaknesses protected. He can be very, very good. And I think with someone like Strowman, that could be a very entertaining hoss fight. Like I said, it could be really cool. Either way, uh, it was what it was. It was a squash. Fine, fine. Squash, squash. Squishy squash. Next matchup. This is a weird m- night. Uh, put on less of the music again as we transition to our next night. Our next fight of the night with some trailers for Steve Austin. Uh, you're listening to the... Pr- uh, you're listening. Sorry, you're listening to the undercard. We are back again. Had a short segment there with Matt Riddle and Shinsuke Nakamura. Kind of, kind of, kind of funny, actually. Excuse me. Shinsuke Nakamura was just saying congratulations on the title win, and then Riddle goes on a whole tangent about his friend Skeet and breaking his scooter since Matt Riddle was on a scooter for whatever reason. Because you know, dude, where's my car? References or something like that. Either way, <laughs> Nakamura, this is face. Nakamura versus Riddle could be a really, really good fight. Both men are MMA trained, and Riddle has had a few matches. Uh, has been, of course, a UFC, was a former UFC fighter. I believe his record, I think I looked it up, was he had he had 15 wins, and then he lost a, he lost a few due to cannabis issues. I'll double-check, but also Riddle... Um, not Riddle. Uh, Nakamura has done some MMA work. I believe he is one to one to two in MMA. Not he never he had he never really did it on a hugely professional level like Riddle did. Yeah, no three three to one. He had three wins and then one overturned. Did uh, Shinsuke Nakamura? He did. Yeah, for the K- oh, actually he did in K one. Never mind. That's that that, that is impressive. He did in the K one. Did Shinsuke Nakamura? And Matt Riddle's MMA record, I completely misread. Eight wins, three losses, two no contests. I believe he, that Riddle initially won. So it was 10 to three, but cannabis uh, related issues had those overturned. 
But speaking of Shinsuke Nakamura, next matchup is the is Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, they've had just some issues. It's more of a pride-based feud, all things considered. R- Rollins is kind of calling Shinsuke out after since uh, he had his former friendship with Cesaro. I think they're still technically friends, but Cesaro has been under the skin of Seth Rollins as of late, and Shinsuke came in to help him. And then Rollins has just kind of been calling him lost and not really at his game recently. I'm probably getting that feud wrong still, but that's kind of what I'm getting from it, from what I've seen. Just trying to recall everything. Anyway, this should be a good match. This should this should be a good match. It's Shinsuke Nakamura and Seth Rollins. These two are expert workhorses. Nakamura's got buckets of charisma. He's an excellent striker, excellent submissions specialist. They had a great match at Survivor Series a few years back when they were United States and Intercontinental Champion. Uh, Rollins, also really amazing workhorse, uh, great ring general, all things considered, despite sometimes the negative hate he, ne- negative feedback he gets for just kind of, I think, his demeanor every now and then. But he's he's good. He is good. Start with a quick lockup as Rollins gets the upper edge with a with a side headlock as he's trying to ground Nakamura. Nakamura struggling a bit in the side headlock as Nakamura runs them into the ropes, pushes Rollins off, goes for a kitchen sink knee strike, gets it, follows up with a knee drop to the chin of Seth Rollins as Goes for a roundhouse kick. Seth Rollins decides to powder on the outside, rolling free. Nakamura doing his signature. Come on, taunt. Rollins rolls back in, gets a kick to the gut for his troubles as he gets r- tossed into the ropes, gets a sliding kick to the chest, sending him once again to the mat. Shinsuke goes for the cover, gets a one count. This is going to be a good, I can I tell. <laughs> Rollins clutching his chest, clearly getting the wind knocked out of him from that weird-looking but awesome sliding kick of sorts. Kind of almost looked like a low single-leg drop kick as now Nakamura's got him in a waist lock. Rollins firing back with some elbows to break himself free. Goes for a stomp of his own to the, to the back of the knee of Shinsuke. Gets a face crusher as Rollins just grabs his head and slams him into the mat face first. Now Rollins tossing Nakamura to the outside, probably going to be looking for one of his tope suicidas, his suicide dives, or not. He's, nope, he's going to the apron, probably going for the flying knee, actually. He goes for a flying knee, does Seth Rollins off the apron. Seth Rollins now stalking the woozy Shinsuke Nakamura as he's clutching the back of the head and slams him into the announce table. Rollins tossing Nakamura back into the ring. It's kind of nice when they're actually doing moves, not just kind of messing around. Seth Rollins now yelling at Nakamura for disrespecting him. Goes for a quick knee to the gut of Nakamura, kind of a kitchen sink of his own. Kitchen sink knee strike. Another knee strike to the stomach of Nakamura, trying to knock the wind out of him. Just follows up again, keeps throwing him into the ropes and following up the knee, the knees. Got him over the shoulders, fireman's carry. Rollins delivering the gut buster. Goes for the cover. Nakamura scrambles out at two. Working over the midsection, damaging the solar plexuses of 
Shinsuke Nakamura. And those kind of sections damage, you can really have trouble with breathing. You can just then don't get the same cardio you can, especially with those moves that Nakamura likes to do with the kicks. Very effective strategy by Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins then delivering some stomps as he's putting Nakamura into the corner, driving his shoulder into Nakamura's gut and his lower ribs. Doing some nice shoulder strikes, checking the gut again. Wrist got the arm and a wrist lock. Tossing Nakamura into the other corner. Nakamura slumping down. Clearly trying to catch his breath. Seth Rollins staring holes into him. So he wraps him up into a backbreaker. Pendulum backbreaker as he gets another two count off the backbreaker. And now working him with a waist lock. Very technical, methodical pace by Seth Rollins this time around. Nakamura trying to fight out of it. Trying to break the grasp of Seth Rollins. Looking for the ropes. Trying to get the rope breaks, but instead deliver some elbows. Trying to break out of it like Rollins did had a, did when he was in the waist lock. But Rollins fires back with another axe handle. Delivers a knee drop of his own. Goes for another cover. One and a two and not enough. Not enough. Another cover. <laughs> Petulant child that Seth Rollins can be. Gets, goes for another quick cover, but gets kicked out at one that time. <laughs> Rollins' face is like, are you kidding me? Uh, Seth Rollins. Never change. <laughs> okay, he probably will since he changes alignments a lot from face to heel. <laughs> he's got him in the camera telling him that he's watching. Probably Cesaro telling him that Cesaro is watching. Thinking, you're, you're a tough guy. I'm a tough guy. I attack people from behind. That, that's the toughest thing you can do. Come at me, bro. I watched. <laughs> I've been watching YouTube, YouTube tough guys. I know fighting people from behind is the height of tough guyness. Michael Cole with the monster energy drink, of course, because that is a, the voice of Michael Cole. That is a voice that screams excitement and interest every moment. And I'm one to talk. <laughs> Rollins taking his time to still berate at Cesaro, kind of like if almost delivering a sermon of hatred to Cesaro. As now he went for a Boston Crab, but Nakamura broke free and has wrapped up the arm. He's wrapped up his arms as he's got him in a. Was looking for what looked like a Fujiwara armbar, a cross armbar, but Rollins managed to scramble to the ropes as now Nakamura is siding him up. Sliding drop kick to the outside. A baseball slide to Seth Rollins. The baseball slide sending Rollins into the corner as now he's laid Seth on the apron and delivers that running knee. Running knee lift to the face. And now the knee drop to Seth as he's draped over the apron. Knocking him in the back of the head and the neck. Really cranking that with the knee drop. Love that move. Now Rollins is staggering, clear a little delirious, getting his orbital, his occipital lobe probably shaked by that knee drop. <laughs> is now the king of strong style, Nakamura, giving him some good vibrations with that knee, that foot stomp. The good vibrations being when Nakamura steps on the person's face when they're in the corner and then just starts to shake like that. And it's called the good vibrations, and it's pretty funny. Rollins tried to mount a comeback, but he gets draped on the top rope as Nakamura 
gives a knee lift to the gut of Seth Rollins. Each of the strikes impact just echoing like a gunshot as Rollins still manages to kick out after that flurry of knees from Nakamura. Starting with a knee lift, then the knee drop, then another knee lift to the gut. Amazing sequence by Nakamura. This is good. This has been a very, very solid match, all things considered. As expected, again, these two are really, really, really good wrestlers. Now Rollins is up. It looks like Nakamura is going for that inverted, um, almost that kind of, it's, it's technically an inverted power slam, I think, all things I'm trying to think of the proper term. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of an inverted power slam. He was going for the inverted power slam, doesn't really, couldn't get it as he now is per, Nakamura is perched up on the top, on the middle rope, probably looking for that middle rope. Kinshasa as Rollins just, Toss it, pushes him and throws him to the outside. Nakamura gets dumped on the outside and is staggered. Rollins going for the tope. Suicida oh, rolls with it and knocks. Really kind of went shoulder, kind of like shoulder and back first, really landing him with the triceps a bit there. And tossed and just shoved him right to the barricade. That was a vicious suicide die by Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins now measuring up Shinsuke Nakamura. As he goes for another springboard knee strike, connects to Nakamura with the springboard knee. Now setting up for the curb, not, not the curb stomp, the sling blade. Lands the sling blade on Shinsuke Nakamura. So the, Seth gets the cover, hooking both legs. Not enough still as Nakamura kicks out of the sling blade. Another wicked sequence. That was a vicious suicide dive by Seth. He's normally like one of the guys who makes that safer. Excuse me. But yeah, he really dived out and just then slammed. He kind of he twisted, so it's like he hit him with the tricep in the back of his shoulders a bit with his. I don't remember the exact with his traps. I think this, this kind of landed on him with his traps. There's a really weird angle turn. I really, really liked it. Just absolutely vicious. That tope suicida, suicide dive. Tope suicida. Same thing. Now Seth Rollins probably looking for that Falcon Arrow. But Nakamura powers out. Nakamura is staggered. He's on one knee as now Rollins hooks him up again, looking for the Falcon Arrow, innovated by Hayub Hayabusa. Now Nakamura trading blows with some stiff forearms to the face of Rollins. You do not want to get into a striking exchange with, Seth, with Shinsuke Nakamura, Seth. Nakamura trying to return each forearm, but Nakamura able to return just twice as much in force. Blocks, blocks Seth, delivers a flurry of shots to the gut, and follows up with a forearm, but Rollins no-sells and hits us. Wicked in Zagiri as now he's got him in a powerbomb position looking for that buckle bomb. Nakamura rolls out, hits the feigning roundhouse kick, and follows up with the jumping, spinning heel kick. Now then, Nakamura is measuring him up again. Rollins gets stopped in the corner. Rollins has his legs trapped in the ropes. Sliding German suplex by Shinsuke Nakamura. Sliding German suplex in homage to Taiji Ishimura from New Japan. Respect. So now Nakamura is probably going to be setting out for the Kinshasa. Is Bomaye striking knee? Wait, no, but he gets picked up, popped up into a powerbomb position as Seth looking for that buckle bomb. Oh, that doesn't look... Oh, slams him in the corner with a buckle bomb. Shinsuke Nakamura crumples as now the Falcon Arrow follows up, slams him down with the Falcon Arrow. Nakamura, can he kick out of this? Yep, everyone kicks out of the Falcon Arrow. 
Do not listen to what Chuck Taylor tells you. Everyone kicks out of the Falcon Arrow. Only Hayabusa, and he's sadly the late great Hayabusa, was the only man that could put someone away with the Falcon Arrow. Respect to Hayabusa. But that was a that was a good looking power bomb from Seth Rollins to the corner of that wicked buckle bomb. Now then, Seth. Seth is seething. Seth is just so angry that Nakamura managed to kick out of that. Probably looking for that curb stomp. We should see a good flurry here with the curb stomp and Kinshasa being traded. Rollins go for the curb stomp, but he gets picked up in a fireman's carry by Nakamura. Probably looking for that. Hits the landslide, the Samoan driver landslide, as he calls it. Not enough. Dropping Seth on the back of his shoulder, the back of his neck and on his shoulders. High angle. Samoan driver there. Nakamura now going for that inverted power slam. Drops him. Oh, Nakamura with a kip up to follow after the power slam as he's now psyching himself up with that Kinshasa. Come on. Here we go. No. He rolls through. Seth with a schoolboy roll through. He's catching him. Catches him with a neck breaker. Oh, no. With a the, the forearm to the back. Very... Reminiscent of a Chris Hero, Hero's Welcome. Looking for the... Oh, oh, the black magic. Oh, that was... That was that was an interesting... Uh, the black magic, the maneuver uh, that Low Key used to use where he looks like he's going for a, a, sh a shining wizard, but then catches the knee with, for leverage, jumps over, and then swings the leg back and hits him with the back of his heel to the back of the head. It's hard to describe a little bit, but it's, it's called black... People call black magic because in a, I believe low key was the wrestler who did it going for the curb stomp connects Nakamura gets his face stomped in as two and three Seth Rollins has pinned Shinsuke Nakamura. That was a very nice competitive match. Very nice back and forth action there. I was not prepared for that finishing sequence. Finished him with the schoolboy roll, then catches him and got him with the, Got him with the black magic kick and then the curb stomp. Yeah. At least they're presenting Nakamura as the athlete that he is now. I mean, yeah, it's a shame that he lost that, but at least he's being presented as like this kind of world-class striker and it's impressive for Rollins to beat him. Still building towards that Cesaro feud. Good match. Definitely best match so far. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the undercard. Uh, as we're setting up for our next match... Our next match being a no holds bar, so therefore no DQ match with Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. This this will be a barn burner. This is gonna be an amazing matchup. These two have had like a on and on again rivalry for the last few weeks. Rivalry. It's kind of their friends, but at the same time competitors. So it's like there's a mutual respect there. They've had some wicked, just bruising matches on Raw. And now they're going to see kind of this kind of for all the marbles, this matchup for all the marbles as they both lost to Bobby Lashley. And now they both kind of want to prove each other who's better again. Drew's usually taken, I think, I, I think the, their last encounter might have been Sheamus, actually. I'm trying to remember. I don't, I don't think it was, but double checking. But it's, uh, 
been building up as kind of a friendship that's just kind of been pushed to the breaking point a bit as they're still technically rivals. So it's, it's yeah, it, it's going to be good. It's two massive guys just going to be laying into each other with heavy shots, everything at their disposal. Yeah, no, Drew has, Drew came out on top. And after the last match, they had their last match, which ended uh, a no contest despite being no disqualification. So the no holds barred essentially means that they're going to, it has to end with it. It has to end with a pinfall or submission. So they can prevent any more no contest stuff. Whatever. It's a whatever thing, but yeah, still good match. This should be a very, very good match. Uh, back to calling the action. They've been sent to the outside. They've been just kind of brawling, laying into each other. Drew McIntyre sends Sheamus into the into the ringside post. Shoulder first. That was nasty looking. Drew currently has the upper hand, has torn apart the announce table. As he looks under the ring now, as he is trying to, he's pulling out a bunch of chairs as he pulls out some uh, wicked amount of kendo sticks but it gets blasted from behind by Sheamus, who drills him with an axe handle. As now it's McIntyre's turn to get sent into the ring post head first that time. Head ricocheting and bouncing as she- Drew is now, I think, just on another point of existence after that shot. Drew, ooh, Drew dodges a kendo stick as Sheamus gets a check to the gut and sent in for another over-the-head belly-to-belly suplex by McIntyre, the power of McIntyre to be able to throw Sheamus around like that. Incredible. Incredible stuff. Sheamus is grounded as Drew is lifting him up and Irish whipping him into the into the steel stairs. Irish whip, get it, Sheamus? Irish. But (laughs) Sheamus now is laid across the steel steps a good point by Tom Phillips saying look at the carnage already. Yeah, it's 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 pretty picturesque. It's an interesting tableau. As Drew stomps the back of Seamus's neck onto the steel. Wow. Now Drew looks to be lifting Seamus up once more, has him on the apron. Nice chop. Knife edge chop to the chest of Seamus, to the milky white chest of of the Irish warrior. Drew McIntyre now taking a kendo stick. Looking now to lay some more welts, add some more color to the back of Sheamus. But Sheamus blocks that with a bicycle knee strike, a short bicycle knee to the to Sheamus. Uh, Sheamus does not get the cover. I'm sorry, I misspoke there. Sheamus delivered a bicycle knee strike to Drew McIntyre, knocking the kendo stick out, and I think hitting him in the face as well. Just knocking it. So that was the sound behind that was like scary. Just e- the snap. Now it's Seamus's turn as he lays into the back of Drew McIntyre with a kendo stick, going for another. Drew wrenching on the ground as he twists in pain. Seamus now, another shot to the back. Seamus yelling, this is what you wanted, right? Drew. Drew McIntyre, by the way, wearing the face paint similar to William Wallace's from uh, Braveheart Chorus. Seamus then delivers one to the chest of Drew McIntyre this time. As you can already see the welts forming on Seamus's chest from that 
few chops. Now, Seamus is using the kendo stick as he's put it into the mouth of Drew and is just wrenching back, kind of cranking on the jaw. My God, that is... Oh, that is brutal to look at, making him bite down on it as he just pulls back, as if he's trying to choke him with it, but instead he's got it in the mouth. Trying to, like, almost separate the jaw, it looks like it. That's one of those simple yet brutal tricks that's so effective and I wish they do more of. The headbutts get Drew McIntyre free as a big boot drops Sheamus to headbutts the to the skull of Sheamus and then a big boot to drop him. Lovely. Drew McIntyre now looking to seize this opportunity now with Sheamus on the ground as he looked like he was almost measuring him up for the Claymore, but he's now got the kendo stick. <laughs> Drew looks so disappointed. He pulled the kendo stick away from Sheamus, and Sheamus is now just slowly trying to get up and up, ran right into the kendo stick. Another kendo stick to the shot of to the oh, another one to the chest, another to the back. Disciplining Sheamus, and now a kendo stick assisted Russian leg sweep be making Mr. Sandman proud with that. I believe he used to call those the white Russian leg sweep, if I'm correct in my memory. As now Sheamus, Sheamus is getting his eye gouged by Drew McIntyre with the kendo stick as he's pressing that into the eye of Sheamus. Sadistic side of Drew McIntyre. Formerly known as the Scottish Psychopath. I can see why. Jeez. Another shot to the, to the back, sending Seamus fleeing to the outside, trying to go for probably one of those steel chairs that has been strewn about. Strewn about? Strewn about? Thrown about? Tossed around? Seamus now st struggling to stand up as Drew... Goes for another kendo stick, kendo stick shot. Gets a drop toe hold. Sends him straight into the steel stairs. Skull bouncing off the steel. Unforgiving steel of the stairs. I'm still amazed he has as much face paint as he does on. Normally it's just completely melted off by this point. Must be good paint. <laughs> Seamus now has... Seamus up. He's looking to pick up the... I was trying to figure out what he was trying to pick up. He's picking up the steel stairs now. Is he going to toss him in the ring? Oh, God. Oh, God. He's just... Here comes the battering ram as he's knocking down shit. Knocking down Drew McIntyre. Seamus just ramming it right into the face of Drew. And now Seamus fi finishing up the announce table by clearing it off. It's the perfect landing pad for their bodies. Drew McIntyre probably going to get sent through it. Uh, you know what they say. You make your bed, now you must lay in it. And that can be said the same. What table is the who sets up the table will go through the table. Let us see what happens. Drew is now on the table. As Can this support Can this support both their weight? I mean, these are two massive guys. As now Seamus lifting him up, looking for white noise that over the shoulder of belly to backs pile driver future shot ddt attempt drew is throwing some knees to get him to she instead tosses sheamus into the barricade it's just that future shot ddt attempt came to knots as now he is on the post 
Seamus is just is trying to flee. He's flying into he's flying. He's crawling into the Thunderdome as now he's getting his face clawed and gouged at his fit. Drew is fish hooking the mouth of Seamus at this point. Ooh, solid shot. Closed fist punch the face of Seamus. As now they're in a very, very uh, open backstage area in the Thunderdome. Drew drops, kind of uses the snake eyes, drops him into the barricade, to the ring rails, the barricade of sorts. Another chop, dropping Seamus. Stomping. I wonder if this is. They said this is no holds barred, but I wonder if it's. Terribly sorry. They said it's no holds barred, but I'm kind of wondering if they're gonna if they're gonna make it a uh, false count anywhere of sorts. Oh, oh, looking for a suplex. McIntyre looking for that release suplex of his, but they're fighting for position. Sheamus turns into a snap suplex of his own. That unforgiving. It's not really concrete. Never mind. It's kind of padded, but it's still no give to that ground. Ooh. You can hear the pain of Drew McIntyre as he's gasping for breath. Sheamus trying to recover a bit. Get, get himself some more time after, you know, he's taking quite the beating as well. Drew struggling to stand as there's a little, there's a nice little, oh, there's a nice little ramp for them to walk up, up walk up to in the Thunderdome. This is pretty good so far. Drew taking some shots from Sheamus as he gets peppered with peppered with the right hands to the face, the gut. And now some ground to pound by Sheamus as they're climbing ever higher in the Thunderdome arena. Yeah, the they're climbing over these platforms that are supporting the screens for the Thunderdome. Shot to the solar plexus once again. Sheamus still in control with that punch as Drew is left reeling and is walking to get some space to deliver some nice solid right hands to the face of Sheamus, grasping the red fire red hair of Sheamus now to keep him in place for those wicked punches. Sheamus' turn got him into the fireman's carry position, probably looking for that rolling scent. Yep, got it. Rolling fireman's carry or a rolling senton, but you will. I think some people call it the Greenville. It's Greenville, probably known as the Green Bay Plunge when it's done from the top rope, but it's a over the shoulder, and then he rolls him into a slam, rolling fireman's carry, senton of sorts. Many names for it, just trying to express that. <laughs> now Sheamus has McIntyre in a headlock and is dragging him along the Thunderdome, almost kind of parading around his broken body for everyone to see. I'm setting him up for now. Drew trying to break free as he punches him, but Sheamus shuts that down with a sharp knee to the gut and some clubbing overhead strikes the back of Drew McIntyre. Setting off again on the fireman's carry. Probably going to go for another sent, rolling senton. No, looking to, toss, looking to toss him off it. Drew gets slammed into the barricade. Oh, shoot. Drew slams Sheamus into the into the screens, and then Sheamus just got tossed through the back of the screens, and there's a burst of ex an explosion of fireworks, and now Sheamus is buried within the wreckage of the screens and electrical cables. Ooh, was not expecting that. Drew standing over the, the wounded great white shark Sheamus. wonder where Sheamus is. 
just he just got thrown out of sight, just thrown through the monitors. Sheamus is now on the ground, struggling to stand. I don't even know. If, as she, as Drew McIntyre tries to make sure that he's still still not recovering with some nice uh, mat slams the face. Slamming his face into the mat, and not to mention some forearms and punches as Sheamus rolls down the ramp, or is looking to roll down the ramp. That's probably what they're saying for. Ah! McIntyre doing the old uh, European FU, where you, you know, he did the European FU rather than the traditional hand gesture for FU. <laughs> can I say that? I can say that. Sheamus now getting placed upon a rolling cart as Drew is pushing the probably near unconscious body of Sheamus at this point back to the ring looking for the pin so it's not false counting. We're good. They're sticking to their rules. Sheamus is just dead weight at this point. Drew McIntyre got him to a front face lock. Probably looking for another one of those suplexes. Gets him this time with the suplex, this time connecting. This time on the concrete, too. Ow, ow, ow. Owie. Okay. Suplex to the floor this time. Sheamus just... How are you still going at this point, Sheamus? Just come on. This is a good match. This is a proper hard-hitting matchup, all things considered. God, things are finally picking up a bit. So I was McIntyre now got Sheamus over the shoulders, carrying him back to the ring. Oh no! Is he gonna put? Is he gonna toss? Oh no! Sheamus clawing at the face of Sheamus, gouging the eyes as he's got him back up. Ooh, bro, kick the bro, kick the bicycle, kick. Bicycle big boot connects and sends Drew McIntyre over the barricade. Solid connection there. Sheamus getting a moment of reprieve to recover a bit. Sheamus now trying to recover a bit. Yeah, I didn't think this would be over too soon. It's only been like 15 minutes so far. I could see this going for at least an hour 15, almost an hour 15. <laughs> I mean, they haven't even broke the table yet. You can't just do that to the table and not break it. I mean, come on. Now they're once again in front of the screens of the Thunderdome as Sheamus is in control here. Sheamus clutching at his leg. Never know what damage can be done. Some stomps to the back of Drew McIntyre now. Excuse me. Sheamus is slamming Drew's face into the barricade. <laughs> Drew is just dead eyed as I he just he's laying on the barricade and he just he just he just looks so out of it. I love it. It's, it's such good selling. Sheamus now. Oh the Sheamus is gonna try to toss him onto the table. He's got the beard of she Drew McIntyre. Yelling at Drew, saying that I should be the main event of WrestleMania. Oh. Nice punch to the face of Drew as he's going to go for another rolling senton, probably through the table. No, no, no. He's going for the white noise, the over the head, over the shoulder, belly to back pile driver. White noise, white noise through the table. White noise through the table. 
Oh, nice, nice slam there. That was proper vicious. Okay, so now it looks like Seamus is a little out of it still. Seamus. Seamus trying to get up now. Drew is still just laying on the heap. Drew. <laughs> Again, no, this is awesome chant by the virtual audience. Seamus is still clutching his hip. I think he might have really hurt. done some damage to himself there as he's staggering and limping his way over to the body of Drew, just dragging him. Dragging him like next week's garbage. Good call by Tom Phillips. This is savage. This is brutal. This is ever all the above. This is awesome. This is awesome. Yeah, the audience. Sorry. <laughs> She's still trying to pull him up into the ring. The time it's taking to put Drew's body into the ring, you know, you lose every second to be able to pin him. All you need is three seconds, of course. She's pushed him in. Seamus, Seamus seems to be looking for something now. I don't know what it could be. What is he looking for? He's taking a he's taking a piece of the announce table. Oh, that's an interesting weapon. Seamus pushing the side of the weapon, or his I guess his newly made weapon, not really a weapon per se. It's makeshift. Seamus standing over the body of Drew as Drew's just clutching at the knee pads. Drew McIntyre <laughs> mocking him for his chosen one moniker. What about Seamus? What about Seamus? What about me? What about Raven? Sorry. <laughs> Raven. Raven jokes. What about me? Give me what I want. Batista. I'm just making references at this point. Sorry. Oh, wow. They're just, they're, they've turned into a, into a slobber knocker as they're just delivering slaps and punches to each other's face. Those are vicious sounds. The sound of, oh, Looking for an Alabama slam as Drew reverses it into the future shock. Double under DDT snapping his skull right onto the side of the announce table. Drew's popped up and Claymore, the Claymore connects. The Claymore connects one, two, and three. Drew gets the pin just with the burst of energy. Just hits the future shock DDT, lands the Claymore, and gets the one, two, three. Good God, what a, what a match. What a sequence. That was good. That, that was That's what I was expecting. Definitely better. A better showcase since the WWE can so much indulge in. And this match will most likely range on... This will... Um, the match next, um, Randy Orton versus Alexa Bliss. This will most definitely range on your tolerance of the spoopy, scary, skeleton nonsense. If you don't like it, you will probably hate this match based off what the buildup has been, but I'm sorry, just, I love this, this non, I love this scary nonsense so much. I'm so forgiving of it. And it's just, it's my, it's my favorite thing. It's one of the reasons I love Bray. So I'm just inject that black stuff. He is spitting right out of his mouth into my veins. That pop of vo Shango voodoo nonsense. I love it. So 
<laughs> yeah, Randy's spewing the black liquid that has been tormenting him that Alexa Bliss supposedly cursed him with. Very Again, very Papa Shango, Ultimate Warrior-esque. This is going to be an interesting matchup. I'm, I'm expecting a Firefly Funhouse kind of thing because she had said in her promo earlier that, you know, you'll come face-to-face with everything you've done. There's just been a lot of great build-up to this, I think, personally. I think they've, they've done the stuff with the monitors with Alexa Bliss peering on every monitor and laughing at him. Alexa Bliss has been great in this feud, carrying everything. She's been... one. She's a wonderful promo as well, one of the best uh, facial expressions. She has great facial expressions, and she's really been selling it well. Again, gauges entirely on how much you enjoy the kind of scary stuff. First intergender match again that's been in a while. Very excited to see what they're going to do with an intergender match like this since WWE has been so adverse to doing it lately. We got Alexa Bliss coming out. Alexa Bliss coming out to her old music. Interesting. Normally she's been coming out with the with the uh, the Fiends theme. Oh, yep, here we go. The uh, Alexa Bliss's theme changed back to the Fiends. Uh, we're really glad that you're... Well, oh shoot. It sounds like it's slowing down, which is never a good sign. It's breaking down into that kind of Fiend thing where it the technology breaks down. Oh, God. This is kind of creepy. I'm wondering if I can even call this match because it's. It, I just don't think this is going to be a traditional matchup. The music is like changing. It's changing pitch. It's changing to lower. It's getting distorted, kind of going backwards. It's, it's really eerie. Uh, Alexa Bliss is wearing kind of a very pale makeup with really uh, heavy eyeshadow. Randy Orton is not happy, of course. Uh, Alexa Bliss is looking up at the sky as all the technology seems to... Oh, nope. The lighting is turning purple. The lighting is purple now. This is interesting. Oh, what is, go- what is going to happen? <laughs> what are you planning, Bray? Bray, what are you planning? Oh, he... <laughs> Randy Orton tried to approach uh, Becky Lynch. Uh, Becky Lynch. She tried to approach. Uh, Randy Orton tried to approach Alexa Bliss and just fire just spewed up in front of him like a barricade. That's incredible. He tries again, runs into the corner. Alexa Bliss dodges the. As Randy Orton just sends gets sent shoulder first into the corner post. <laughs> Alexa Bliss going, "Oh, are you okay?" I looking like she genuinely, uh, genuinely felt bad for him. Orton is confused. He's backing away for once. Alexa Bliss, the psychotic playmate of Bray Wyatt, is just skipping around now. Harlequin-esque figure. I've been saying esque a lot lately. A lot of things are very similar. That fire thing is pretty cool. So now Orton is just kind of stalking her at the moment as she seems to be leading him on. You ever kind of see, um, it, it kind of reminds me of that, that one level of God of War a bit where there's Hermes who's just kind of walking and letting Kratos kind of follow him. And like, you know, something bad's going to happen. She's just kind of guiding him. It reminds me of something else as well, but that's what comes to my mind right at this moment. She's looking up to the sky again. Oh, no. Oh, shoot. Alexa Bliss, she looked up in the sky and the, the, some, some some spotlights just fell and tried to crush Randy Orton. 
I have to say, I'm... <laughs> He's like, what, are you trying to kill me? And Alexa Bliss just shrugs. Like, eh, what can I do? What can I say, Randy? Sky is falling. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, what's the... Um, there's something I'm trying to think of that I can't really think of that this kind of reminds me of, but it's... It's kind of eerie. It's just that feeling like, you know, you, you have nothing... You're unable to do anything but follow... Because you're just literally walking into the unknown right now. Okay, I kind of wish there. I'm only commentating because you guys can't see what I see for the moment. But I kind of wish commentary would shut up. She's laying on the ropes now and is bouncing on it like a swing. As Orton, Orton's still trying to measure up his what he's trying to do. Orton, of course, usually the methodical. Level no, okay, I can't I can't call Randy Orton level headed, but methodical normally and very cunning. Trying to keep his temper for once against Alexa Bliss, who's tr clear trying to drive him over the edge. Alexa Bliss still taunting him, blowing him a kiss. Was surprised she did just be poison. Oh, she's Alexa Bliss just shot a fireball. <laughs> that I was fireball very. Kind of like what Kane did. Just... <laughs> oh, did Alexa Bliss not get all of that, Tom? Did she not get all of that? I don't even think she hit him. I think it was just meant to scare him. More or less kind of blinded him, you know, because a fireball just went past his face. <laughs> Sorry, Tom Phillips just clearly misses him. I don't think he got all of it. Yeah, yeah, no, duh. Wait, uh, the ring is opening up from below Orton as... Oh, my God. <laughs> There's a charred and mangled hand coming up from the ring, like drag me to hell. And it's the fiend's glove, so it's trying to drag him down. Oh, that makeup was actually kind of good on the hand. Now fire is erupting from the bottom of the ring. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> the face of the fiend all char oh, that is wonderfully disgusting. I love that. The fiend's mask all charred and freddy. Like Freddy Krueger-esque. Like it's plastered to his skin as the rubber's melted. Bray's back. The fiend is back. He has risen from a hell and brimstone. His last dying breath to spit and stab at Randy Orton's heart. That mask is so cool. Alexa Bliss just shoves him right into the Sister Abigail. As Alexa Bliss goes for the pin... There is no ref. Oh, one, two, three. The ref counts three as Alexa Bliss has won with the assistance of the Fiend. I don't know why that wasn't a DQ, but who cares? The f oh, that is such good makeup. It's so cool looking. The Fiend now standing over Alexa Bliss as she's mounted Randy, Randy Orton. That mask is so cool. I can't get over how cool that mask looks. Like It's like the costume looks like it's like it's like melted to his skin and it's all charred and blackened. It's so interesting to look at. I know everyone's probably going to like hate on it, but I think it's so cool looking. He looks like Leatherface. Alexa Bliss is just happy that her friend is back. Oh, my God. <laughs> Legitimately scared me there for a second. Music's kind of changing up a bit. Yeah, it's backwards now. Well, that was something. <laughs> I love, like I said, I love that spooky, scary nonsense. 
absolutely love it. Happy to see Bray's back. Setting up for what is to be our final match. Of the, and you are listening to The Undercard. What it, what will be our final match of the night is Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship with special guest enforcer Edge. Uh, so that means he'll be on the outside to make sure everything goes as planned. No one will do any shenanigans. No one shall be messing around here. This has actually been a good feud. Uh, they, they, I had, I know I had aired my grievances initially a few weeks ago when they did Elimination Chamber almost a month ago. Now I think about it, I made my grievances that getting Daniel Bryan squashed like that was kind of seemed like a bad decision. In hindsight, I'm looking back on it. This has been great. This has honestly been a great feud. That was me being too much of an uh, in the moment decision. This has been great. This has been actually a great, great moment. And yeah, I'm I'm very curious to see how it's going to turn. Excuse me, how it's going to turn out here. Daniel has a lot of momentum going into this match. I could legitimately see him. See, I, okay, maybe I don't see him winning. I really can't see him winning because QI. It's it's kind of like that Tyler Bates Walter matchup from NXT UK a while back where it's like, you know he has no chance. You know it, but at the same time, you really want him to win because he is he's just so good. He deserves it so much. And that's what this is. It's you know, we know Roman's gonna win. We know Roman's gonna fight Edge, but oh, but Daniel Bryan, he's just done so well once again building up for himself that why he he needs to win, how he's gonna make him tap out. And just the words to the word exchange of words between these guys has been just venomous. It has been so amazingly heated. <laughs> Daniel Bryan seeing all the fireworks they gave for Roman Reigns and just shaking his head incredulously, like, oh yeah, that's good job there, guy. Oh <laughs> Michael Cole, God. He just said I am the inevitable because you know he has Roman Reigns has the golden gauntlet. God, Michael Cole. Let's see, though. Edge, of course, having issues with Daniel Bryan, that he kind of got it under shady circumstances, saying that, you know, I'm I'm the ultimate opportunist, but I know you're better than that, but you're not better than me. Video package. Good video package, really. WWE always able to do some really, really good video packages. But, yeah, well, Roman Reigns has... I'm trying to remember if Roman Reigns has ever actually tapped before. I'm, I'm, really, I'm really trying to think if he's ever actually tapped out before i'm i'm really tr i'm really trying to think i'm just I'm, yeah i'm just trying to I've, maybe during when they were in their early shield days and he hadn't really garnered that aura of unbeatable unstoppable kind of i can i will attitude let's take a look ever I love it when you look up has Roman Reigns ever one of the first things to come up is lost <laughs> has Roman Reigns ever Roman Reigns has been playing more and he has never tapped out in a match okay he has never it says here he has never tapped out he seems to admit yeah interesting never tapped out just like Yokozuna okay cool yeah, Roman Reigns has never tapped. That is that's a, that adds an extra level to the story. Roman Reigns has never tapped out before in WWE. This will be an interesting 
This is gonna be awesome. <laughs> So they're just kind of staring each other up at the moment. Daniel Bryan looking on as Roman Reigns raises the prize. The crown to the head of the table. The universal title. Okay. I'm hoping, I kind of wanted them to get on with it because, you know, it's, I only have a few minutes left before I have to give up. So let's just hope Paul Heyman doesn't have a, po a promo beforehand. And they can just get to the match. Roman Reigns, of course, can be looking for that guillotine choke that he's been making people bow down to with. And now Daniel Bryan probably going to be looking for either his heel hook or his yes lock to seal the victory. I'd go for the leg personally. I mean, storyline wise, I'd go for the leg because Roman's arms are just those the source of his power. So you want to go for I'd say that his legs have less energy. I don't know. Storyline wise, at least. We'll see what happens. This is just gonna be a good match. You still had a good match a few years back, of course. It was a kind of an infamous match, but a good one regardless, with Roman Reigns going over Daniel Bryan. And he was, that was kind of his, their way of saying, you know, Daniel, you love Roman Reigns now. You, you love Roman Reigns now. Kind of, that was that whole thing with that moment. <laughs> People chanting Roman Reigns, you suck, you suck. You. For once now, WWE actually can agree with you. Hooray. Mutual understanding. <laughs> Excuse me. Now then, as they set up, this is going to be good, 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 good stuff. Okay, we got 15 minutes. Let's do this, guys. We can do this. We got like 18, 15 minutes before my show ends. We can do this. We can. We will. Let's go. 203rd day. Wow. Michael Cole actually giving a good statistic. 203 days as the universal champion. Daniel, Daniel is so happy. Like, I love this new attitude that he's got, like, the whole I just like to fight kind of mindset, and he just loves this. He loves to fight. Daniel Bryan scamping around, scampering around the ring, trying to get a good hold. Very, very technical as Roman stays near the ropes. <laughs> Smuggest of looks on that man's face as he holds onto the rope. Daniel so happy. She's trying to catch him uh, off his guard. Dancing around him. Daniel giving up some significant height, probably size as well. Size advantage to Roman Reigns. Got several pounds of muscle on him as well as more than a few inches. Roman going for a low kick to the inner thigh of Roman Reigns. Roman's just he's his face just is like he's he's trying to hold back his anger. He's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do it. Just gonna just gonna punch his face in, just gonna clobber him. Just stand still so I could drill my fist into your face. <laughs> I love it. Roman Reigns pushing him into the corner now. Trying to separate his arms. He delivers a delivers an overhead forearm strike to the chest of Daniel Bryan, who's looks like the seriousness of the situation is finally dawning on up. Oh, nope, still smiling. <laughs> I love Daniel Bryan so much. I'm going to say Roman. The chemistry between these two is amazing. 
call this science class because the chemistry is real. Booyah. That's my new catchphrase. Now get used to it. Science class because the chemistry is real. Nailed it. Oh, wow. Daniel Bryan almost got him into a heel hook. But Daniel... <laughs> but Roman... Roman using his size to scamper across like the big dog he is to the ropes. Daniel is so confident. I love it. I just love his the smile. He's like, he nearly got him there and he's still so happy. Need a break? Need a break, says Daniel. <laughs> you ever see like those videos of like where the um where the there's the one massive orangutan and the and the little monkeys going around jumping and trying to grab the stuff from him and like the orangutan really can't get a grasp on the monkey. And then he just then just slams his head down and he's got him. That's what this match feels like. It feels like Daniel's just this he just all it's gonna take is just one shot from Roman to catch Daniel. I love it though. This is awesome. Going for some lockups again, Daniel. They're now going for a test of strength that looks like it. Hands are clasped. His edge is watching on. Significant, once again, strength advantage by Roman Reigns as he powers down Daniel Bryan to a kneeling position. Keeps putting the pressure, using his knee now to grind into the face of Daniel Bryan, scraping across his face and nose. Not comfortable. Daniel Bryan now trying to reverse it, reverses it into a cross arm breaker. Wow. Smooth as silk as he catches him into the cross arm breaker, but Roman just barely managing to roll over and grab the rope again, having to use a lot of those rope breaks. You know, I'd, I'd, just, I'd like to see WWE try a uh, pure rules match from Ring of Honor. One of the best things Ring of Honor has conjured up in the last few years, the Ring of the pure rules match where you only have a set amount of, you have three set strikes. You can either use those three to grab the rope or you can use them for a closed fist punch. Really good stuff. I love, I love those matchups. Time limit, of course, as well. I'd like to see Daniel Bryan try to implement that as Daniel is going for went for a very weak shot to the stomach as even Roman's kind of admitting that's a weak shot as he's he's pointing to his abs like is that the best you got and Daniel is just taunting him with these shots he knows that's not the best he can give him and Roman is just getting irritated as he's just taking these punches not a lot of muster behind the punches from Daniel I think that's the point is Daniel then baits him in for a low kick those low kicks painful stuff Sending the shin bone right into the to the thigh, the meat of the thigh, and sending that into like just a shock of nerves and pain. As Daniel now gets caught by the power game of Roman with a side headlock and tossing him down to the mat with a hip toss. Roman Reigns got him locked in. Powerful side headlock hip toss. Still wrenching on the head of Daniel Bryan, who's most likely going to find a way out of this. It looks like, yep, he got his way out. He's hooking the arm a bit. Daniel's got him in a hammerlock as he's sh shooting for some knee strikes to the hammerlock arm of D Roman Reigns, working on the arms. He's got a trap, not an Oma plot of sorts, but he's going for what looks like that Jim O'Breaks arm special that Zack Sabre Jr. likes to use. He's got he's got the arm. Yep, he's got a Jimmo breaks that modified Fujiwara arm bar of sorts. Beautiful submission move. Using now he's stepping on now he's pressing it. He's pressing the arm down. Oh, it's 
pulling on the shoulder. He's got him in the pitting predicament of sorts. It's Roman just barely breaking out with the referee taking his... The referee was not taking his time trying to count that one, making sure the shoulders were down, that modified pinning predicament. As Daniel is now on the mat and has taken two shots from Roman Reigns now. Oh, not a shot to the face of Roman Reigns. Not Roman Reigns, not a boot to the face from Roman Reigns to the face of Daniel Bryan as Daniel's trying to stagger his way back up. Ugh. Daniel still not looking terrible, but gets clobbered with a straight right punch from Roman Reigns now as Daniel Bryan is staggering to stand. Some more shots from Roman Reigns, all things considered. It's been a pretty good match, though. It's kind of slow as Roman gets him into the corner and looking to lay into him a bit more with some heavy shots. Sends him to the other corner. Daniel is finally, for once, staggering a bit as he's taking his lumps. Roman looking for a spear. Gets caught with a drop kick. <laughs> Roman clutching his... That was a funny face by Roman. He clutches at Roman, grab it, getting his arm grabbed once again by Daniel. Wrist locking it, twisting in the arm wrench. Looking for an arm breaker over the shoulder. Snapping the arm over his shoulder. Classic wrestling. Some more shoot kicks to the legs of Roman Reigns. Hitting those low kicks to the thigh. Another arm breaker, another leg kick. Arm breaker, leg kick. Now Roman's using, kind of clawing at the eyes a bit of Daniel to help push him back into the corner. As Daniel is now stuck in the corner and gets clobbered with those vicious cornered clotheslines of Roman Reigns. The powerful limbs as Daniel manages to duck and now it's his turn to deliver some sharp shots, hitting the... Lots of shoot kicks to the gut and midsection of Roman Reigns going to Irish whip. Ro Daniel gets reversed up and over as he flies out of the corner looking for that flying elbow now as he doesn't connect. Gets caught in a tilt to world slam. Tilt to world slam by Roman Reigns. Catches, catches him when he was going for that running elbow shot but does not get it. That was a nice counter by Roman Reigns to that tilt to world. Tilt to world slam. Beautiful counter. Roman Reigns now doesn't look too... He's agitated, of course, but still pretty confident, all things considered, as he's now... He's just actually pushing and sliding his face into the canvas, slams his face first into the canvas. I've been seeing a lot of those mat slams late this, this time around. Oh, we got nine minutes. Come on, we can do this. We can do this. Nine minutes. I may go over, over a little, but whatever. Roman Reigns now stalking his prey. As Daniel is trying to stand up, Edge, I can, Edge is taking a few steps out of his position. Probably see if Daniel will try to escape as Daniel is currently getting his head, his head clobbered by Roman Reigns. It's kind of hard to roll out when your skull is getting crushed in. Suplex, snap suplex by Roman, sending him. Tailbone and back first onto the mat with that vicious suplex. Goes for another cover. Daniel powering out. Roman now. Roman's turned to smile a little bit. He's checking his leg. Those leg kicks can really weigh in. You've seen from You've seen it before. Leg kicks can always be as devastating as a simple punch to the face. They can wear down. Especially for someone whose power kind of comes from 
who's exp explosive offense of Roman Reigns. Now it's Daniel going for kind of classic wrestler position, going for the leg as Roman shuts that down with a heavy downward elbow, 12 to 6 elbow, and then follows up with another kick as Daniel Bryan is getting kind of scrappy and just sending some flying, sending some punches, letting some, letting some punches fly. <laughs> Took me a second to get there. Some stomps the chest into the arm of Daniel Bryan. Rowan Reigns is not taking this insolence well from Daniel Bryan. He, he believes he deserves the respect and he doesn't believe someone like Daniel Bryan's giving it to him, you know, smiling halfway through the match, not knowing he's in the middle of a ring, in the ring with one of the most dominant champions. Roman's turn now has the chin. Uh, he's got the sleeper applied, essentially. Rest hold sleeper. More of a chin lock action. Eh, hard to say because he doesn't have the sleeper fully applied. Daniel's kind of got his chin down to block it. Not really the best counter, but it's not synced in deep enough as Roman's getting some elbows to the gut as Daniel's breaking out, but it gets shoved as Roman's back body drops him onto the apron. Oh, solid uppercut sends Daniel Ryan to the, to the mat, dropping him. Roman now taunting Edge. <laughs> Clearly not taking it. That's it. Roman's turn not to take this too seriously as he's rolling out. Still Edge still keeping his eyes on all the action. I wonder what Edge I really do wonder what Edge is gonna do if he's actually gonna be a huge factor in this match or not. Roman now has got him and tosses him into the barricade. Not a good bump for Daniel there. Yes, he gets sent. Six, count of six by the ref. Eight. Roman rolls back into the ring to break the count. Roman's trying to break the count as Daniel is still trying to stand up. But now Daniel's firing back with some European uppercuts. Another low kick. Another shoot kick, shoot kick. Follows up with a series of those nice shoot kicks to the chest. Trying to reverse it. Oh, nah, trying to build momentum. But Roman just reverses Irish Whip into the barricade, sending him shoulder first, staggering the American Dragon as goes for a deeper cover there. Daniel very weakly powers out. Not a good sign for, for our champion. And not a good sign for our challenger. Sorry. Ugh. Daniel can still... It's amazing how good Daniel Bryan still is at this point in his career. Beautiful technical wrestler. So now Daniel is getting pulled back up. Another snap suplex by Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns not deciding not to finish this. Goes for another pin. Daniel kicking out once more. Should have known better than think this one would be shorter. I may have to call it a little early. Sadly, I will not be able to fill in with my full commentary. But Daniel is rolling over to the corner now as Roman's kind of laughing at him now. He still doesn't get why he's still fighting. Love the arrogance of Roman Reigns now. Roman Reigns, ooh, Roman Reigns runs into him with a massive clothesline to the corner once more. Not letting Daniel a moment to stand. Keeping him below him, keeping him beneath him. 
Daniel. Just sat in the corner now as Edge is still watching. Still ever, ever watching. Roman now. Roman has gotten by the wrist as he's now sending him right into the corner. The Irish whip, ooh, vicious Irish whip to the other corner. Roman checking his wrist after all those vicious strikes. Oh, drop to hold by Daniel Bryan, sending Roman face first into the middle turn buckle. This could be Daniel Bryan's moment to, to take over. Daniel Bryan trying to stand. Roman recovers a little bit faster, but Daniel is keeping him down again, working him with those left and right shoot kicks. Right kick to the leg, left kick to the chest. Running drop kick, patented running drop. Patent. Sorry, I got something in my mouth. Patented running drop kick by Daniel Bryan. Beautiful running drop kick. As now Daniel's trying to hoist up Roman Reigns, gets him on the top rope. What's he going for? Daniel Bryan is always going for that top rope. Hurricane Rana. Oh, but Dan Roman Reigns manages to keep his balance as he. Oh, what has he got him set up for? Oh, he's got Daniel Bryan set up for a Boston Crab. He's got Daniel Bryan up in the Boston Crab. I'm going to try to make Daniel Bryan tap out. The ultimate humiliation. Take away the promise he made. Roman Reigns is just, just yelling at him to tap out. It's so funny. Daniel trying to power his way, but get, Roman's just got all that, si that size advantage to keep him down as he hoists him back up. Wait, no, small package, not the small package, Daniel Bryan. No, not enough. Daniel Bryan doesn't get the small packages. Daniel bounces off the rope, hit the, hits the flying elbow. Enough energy just to hit that flying elbow. Oh, I'm running out of time. I'm running out of time. Daniel Bryan. Both down and out. Wicked flying elbow from Daniel Bryan manages to use that small package to his advantage. As he is. Oh, who can do this? Daniel Bryan now. I, gotta, I do actually have to turn off now. As uh, Sorry. I couldn't. Just a quick follow-up on what happened since I had to leave early. Basically, the match ended with Daniel Bryan deciding to mount another comeback as he really took it to Roman Reigns in the last few minutes. It went on, last few minutes, I say, it actually went on for almost another like 10 minutes or so. And basically, Bryan kept trying to lock in the, the yes lock. And what ended up happening was Jey Uso got involved. And actually, well, what happened before that was... As Brian went for the running knee, he hits the referee because Roman pushed him in the way, and then Edge got involved as the enforcer, which explained his role was that he, as the enforcer, could take over the match as the referee when that something like that were to happen. So then he got it involved, and then as Daniel Bryan got the yes lock moved in, um, locked in, Jey Uso then came in and kind of broke up the hold and kind of battered edge as well. And before getting himself shoved out with a knee strike and then Daniel took to the chairs and hit Jay with it before trying to hit Roman, but then Roman ducked and hit edge and then edge got knocked down. And then it continued with Roman and Daniel Bryan trading moves. Uh, Daniel Bryan re reversed a spear into the yes lock. He reversed a lot of good moves into the yes lock. He kept rolling him to the middle and, and at one point Roman did, tap but it was a very small tap and edge didn't see it nor do i think he cared and decided to blast daniel and roman with the chair out of anger kind of solidifying himself as a tweener a bit and left off in a husk 
because as Edge is one to do, because he's part, his character's always been kind of that of a little psychotic. Regardless, then another referee came in and Roman just barely managed to get his arm over Daniel Bryan and covered him for the win. Very, very good match. Almost single-handedly saved the entire show. A very two tale of two shows kind of vibe. It had a very eh first half with Nijax and Shayna Baszler retaining. wasn't really amazing. Uh, the Apollo Crews and Big E match underwhelmed. It was more angle than match, really, but it, I think it has good. It's promising. And then, of course, the I'm trying to remember the other one, the other match that I'm kind of blanking on, actually, the Shannon Baser match. Then the Roman, the Seth Rollins Shinsuke Nakamura match that was very good. Uh, the Braun Strowman Elias match, it was a squash. It was what it was. <laughs> yeah, kind of what it was. What it was. Those first three matches were whatever. They kind of advanced the storyline. They were fine. But then when you got to Rollins versus Nakamura, that was a really really good match. Could excuse me, could have been better, but. For what they gave us, it was good. The Return of the Fiend was awesome. And they did a good job kind of working around the fact that they couldn't really have any man or woman violence with Alexa Bliss, who turned in a heck of a performance that night. As a character, Drew versus Sheamus was wonderfully brutal and just what you expect from these two massive guys. And Roman versus Daniel was awesome. And Daniel Bryan still proves why he is one of the best in the world and probably one of the best to ever lace up a pair of boots. Good night, all in all. I definitely have to give my props to Fastlane this time and definitely added some interesting elements going into WrestleMania this time around. It will be interesting to see where they take this. I wonder if it's going to be Daniel Bryan. I wonder if it's going to be a triple threat now. If Edge is going to have to try, if Daniel Bryan's got to fight his way to win the match to get into the pay per view, will be interesting. Um, excited to see. So thank you all for listening. And I hope you all have a good night. This has been the Undercard.